I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. They say content is king, but quality over quantity is what truly builds an empire. Is the pressure to constantly release new material reducing the quality of your work? Hey, how's everyone doing? For Bridge the Atlantic, I'm singer-songwriter Marcy Novelli from Canada. And I'm music web designer Ross Barber-Smith from Scotland. And you're watching B-Sides, a show empowering musicians with knowledge and advice. If you're new here, subscribe. Before we jump in, we just want to say a big thank you to our patrons for supporting the show. We appreciate you. Yeah, if you enjoy what we do here on Bridge Atlantic, we urge you to head on over to our Patreon page and uh, join it to become an official Bridger. Yeah, today we're talking about quantity, quality, which is the right one? What do you want to do more of? Um, so I think we're finding a lot of people at the moment are talking about releasing a lot of content regularly um, to... For, for many reasons, but I think with streaming being a big one, mm-hmm. uh, people want to be, you know, coming up on Spotify playlists and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It does make sense on paper, right? You know, the idea that you release a lot of content, it helps you grow an audience, it helps keeps your existing audience more engaged. Yeah, like hitting the quantity side of things first. It's the whole the whole uh, idea that people have no attention span because nowadays there's just so much more content floating around. We have access to so much more stuff. To stand out, you have to combat that by putting out a lot of material um i definitely don't um assign to this way of thinking whatsoever and i think you and i are really pushing back on this notion that so-called industry experts are saying uh this might work uh for some people it might work for new artists like brand new artists maybe just coming out of the woodwork who literally have nothing out there um however i would always say quality over quantity you know what i mean um the way to really stand out of the crowd i think is to have something really great rather than just having a lot of something okay yeah i agree and i think obviously the ideal scenario would be releasing a lot of content but making sure that that content is always great if you had the you know if you were 10 out of 10 for quality and you're releasing every week for example then that would be the perfect scenario. Impossible. But even even the exactly. top seller, even the even the absolute top artists in the world, like every one of their songs is not their best songs. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, so I think you know, I think it kind of creates some maybe unre- unrealistic expectations um, of artists. I mean, I think when you're releasing a lot of content, uh, but it's maybe subpar. It's not really as good as it as it could be if you'd spent a little bit more time refining it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. It, it's not really going to do yourself any favors. I mean, yeah, sure. It gives you something else to promote. It boosts you up in maybe the Spotify uh, algorithm. But if it's not great, is that really going to benefit you in the long run? You know, I mean, I'm coming from the age of albums, right? So I still believe in in the power of the album. You know, if if my favorite artist just started releasing singles, I don't know how I'd feel about that because the songs matter, but how the songs fit into a group of songs really matter to me as well. That still stands true to quality over quantity too. And and the idea that most bands, most artists write more songs than appear on their albums. I know I do. Use an example, um, you know, a band might write 50 songs. They might record 15 songs and they might put 12 songs on their album. 
Yeah. Just to kind of throw some numbers out there. And that really allows you to get to the best of your material. Even with your favorite artists, you might think you want to hear all their stuff, but you probably don't. <laughs> you probably are, you know, there's a reason you're they're your favorite band or favorite artist because you're hearing their better material. There's stuff they want you to hear. I think sometimes having to wait for content uh when when it finally comes, like let's say mm-hmm. it's an album, for example, and mm-hmm. you've waited a year, you've maybe waited two years for it. Do you not think that like the wait is kind of what makes the release more special? 100%. 100%. There's anticipation. There's excitement. Just like with a TV show, you're waiting for that next season. There's still a middle ground there. I think when you're releasing an album, uh, there was a point in in the past where, you know, album was coming out with usually a release like one promotional single and then release the album and then release a few singles after the album's out. The idea behind that was to promote the album further and so that people can actually go buy the album. If the album wasn't out already, that doesn't really serve much of a purpose. But there was always a lead single that was or a promotional single before that. Now, I mean, because everything goes immediately on streaming services and people can download you on, on other uh, other platforms, I think leading up to an album release, I mean, you can release half of your album as singles over several weeks. That's fine. But it's still leading to something. And it's still an end point. Like the album comes out, it's done. It's not just cons- consistently. I would lose interest, I think, if even my favorite bands were releasing a song a week. I just feel like the the songs would lose a little special air to them. It wouldn't be like too much is too much. You know what I mean? And uh, part of having a favorite artist for me is I, I, I know the lyrics. I know the songs. I can't keep up with them if there's too much material. Yeah. Yeah. I think you kind of need a bit of digestion time and a bit of time to really kind of get to know the songs. And I think, yeah, if there's, if there's new material coming out every week, it can be a little bit too much, especially mm-hmm. if you've got a lot of artists that you like, or, or like, let's say for example, a lot of artists that you follow on Spotify and then, yeah. you, you know, those, that release radar playlist is being filled up every week and yeah. you can't always get through it all. Um, and you're probably more likely to miss stuff. It can even be bi-weekly, it could be mo- whatever it is, too, 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 too much consistency is not good. And I know this sounds like opposite of what everyone in the industry is saying, but we completely, I think, disagree with that. Um, because, you know, you end up becoming under pressure to create, which can be a good thing. But it also, you know, the question is, like, does this mean that your quality is suffering? You know, I personally believe it makes way more sense to focus on your best rather than creating just because. You know what I mean? Yeah. F- really hone in on making your material great. Um, something that you're really proud of. Like, you don't want to just release stuff for the sake of it. You want to have stuff out there that you're proud of. You know, that's part of your whole discography. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh there is a middle ground though, isn't there? There is. So there is a way that you can still have momentum, uh, which I think everyone wants. Everyone wants the momentum in their career because that really is kind of what helps keep mm-hmm. things going. Um, but you don't have to be writing new material and releasing it when it's not quite ready or maybe not quite good enough. Um, there is something else you can release as kind of like that stepping stone, I suppose. I'm just going to kind of keep this mystery going. But Can I, I jump in? Gonna, Can I jump in? jump in? Cover songs. Cover songs are the best of both worlds because you can do them often. And I think most people realize like it's not considered part of your main discography, your main catalog. You know, it's kind of like an extension of the artist, but not the main story that we feel is, a, is the, the artist. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a spinoff show, but not part of that same series. Um, and it also works as like a calling card in a way, you know, it, it attracts new audiences really while giving something new ish to your current fans. But yeah. at the same time, if your current fans don't like what you've covered, it's not going to be detrimental to you as an artist, because again, they, they 
I know myself, and I think most people think this way, they don't really consider part of you as an artist as much as something like an extension, like a limb. <laughs> yeah, and I think probably the most effective use of covers is, is cover something that, um, that obviously you can connect to as an artist um, and do it in your style. So don't try and do it in the same style as the artist who released it. Yeah. It has to be your stamp because ultimately you're not releasing it just for the sake of having something new out there. Um, you're releasing it because you want something that's going to uh, either, you know, well, hopefully it's going to both appeal to your existing audience and bring in new people who are going to mm-hmm. become part of that audience. Um, and the way of doing that is that the cover sounds like you, mm-hmm. uh, while also getting the attention because it's a song that people already know and love. Um, you know, rather than just releasing something that's like number one on, on the charts just because you think you're going to get a lot of views or a lot of streams. Mm-hmm. I mean, that can sometimes work, but I think you've got to think more long term. And I think definitely do something that uh, kind of speaks more to you as an artist um, or take a song that is a big hit, but really do it in your own mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that's really important that you're not doing it just for the sake of it. You're doing it with a goal in mind. So that's kind of like your ticket in best of both worlds, quality over quantity, but go ahead and put out a bunch of covers if you want. <laughs> as long as the quality is yes, there, of course, it's all good. Of it's course, all good. Of course. The beauty of being an independent artist is that there's no right or wrong way to do things. And, you know, even though you might find that some artists are finding a lot of success releasing content regularly, it doesn't mean that you're going to have the same results. Um, the quality really has to be there. And if that means you're releasing less um, to make sure that your audience is getting your best, then so be it. Just because you're told to do something by so-called industry experts, it doesn't mean it's necessarily the right thing for you to do. You know, take everything in one ear, drain it through your mental filter, keep what's useful, and let the rest out of the other ear. Quiet your mind, soften your heart, and listen to your gut. It's never wrong. And if you want to have a chat with us about any of this, um, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, be sure to subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast app. If you want to pick up one of our shirts, you can visit our website and use the coupon code BTAROCKS to receive 20% off your order. This episode was brought to you by Social Surge and Electric Kiwi, two companies fully dedicated to helping today's musicians. So check them out because they do a rough. They keep the show alive. (laughs) And if you'd like to sponsor the show and become an official bridger, join us on Patreon from as little as a dollar per month. Not only will you be able to showcase your band or brand to our amazing audience, but your support will allow us to keep bringing you weekly videos and a podcast here at Brazil Atlantic. All right, that's it for B-Sides today, guys. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.